Hello, welcome to another episode of Next Generation's First Generation. We are currently in the middle of our mid-season production break. If you recall, Star Trek Next Generation did take a production break around the December-January time, so we are going to be doing the same, and so that our episode releases sync up with the 30-year anniversary of each episode. Today we are reviewing Adventures in Babysitting. We had a great fun with this uh, movie review and we hope to do something similar in future seasons during the production breaks. Please let us know how it went, your thoughts and opinions, and just to double check, we got a little lazy with our expletives, so every now and then you might hear a naughty word slip out, so this is a fair warning to you all, and we hope that you enjoyed the program as much as we do. Have a good movie! Okay, so this is going to be our first attempt on Next Generation's First Generation at a movie commentary. You should be hearing this in December of 1987, and this is a popular 1987 release, which features Anthony Rapp, who is on the current incarnation of Star Trek as the engineer. This is Christopher Columbus's directorial debut. It stars Elizabeth Shue, who in 1988 would become Marty McFly's girlfriend in wow. Back to the Future Parts 2 and 3. Wow, step from the past. Now, I'll be clear, this is Sasha, and I have never actually seen this movie before. So this will be a new debut for me. Uh, I remember back in uh, 1988, uh, watching Star Trek that was kind of the only thing I watched and I was surprised to learn that they took production breaks but it, it wasn't just it wasn't just that they took a break I wasn't paying attention all I knew is I turned on the TV at the time Trek was supposed to come on and it was a rerun of Coach <laughs> and I'm like, wait, where'd, where'd my show go? Oh my gosh. Yeah, and so you'd part. have these really awkward breaks mid-season, uh, lasting just a couple of weeks, and then new episodes would come out. Yeah. So our show, our plan is for when, since all these episodes are being released concurrent to the 30-year mark of when they originally came out, for those months that they weren't on, we will go monthly with a movie commentary. So this is our, this will be your December episode of Next Generation's First Generation. And in case you couldn't tell from my description, it is Adventures in Babysitting. To my right, I have Sasha Shouties, who oh. you already heard from. And to, actually to my left is Sasha. To my right is Alex. Hi, love to love you. Yeah. This will be your first time hearing her on the show, even though she has already recorded two episodes that you'll hear in the future. Woo! Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Might come back to do more. It's as good enough excuse as any to hang out. I thought the Vulcan Science Academy approved that time travel did not exist. <laughs> oh, wait, no, wrong show. Wrong show! Okay, so without further ado, we will guide you through 1987's. Adventures in Babysitting. Woo! We're pushing play now. Touchstone did this. Cool. What the hell is that blurry thing anyway? That's supposed to be like a lightning bolt hitting a stone. And here we have... Well, this, I love this. This is like one of the best opening scenes in, a, in movies for me. Elizabeth Shoes dance to... Uh, and then he kissed me. 
getting ready for her her date with another uh, future uh, character actor star who we'll see in a few minutes. I'm kind of getting a vibe from Greece of all things. No, this is this it's is one of those movies that really surprised me that John Hughes had nothing to do with. For years, I kind of ascribed it to being a John Hughes movie. It takes place in Chicago. It's about a rich family. I think there's too many complicated movements for it to be convincing, even though it's entertaining. Whenever I've done this in my house, it's usually bad rap music that has, like, candy metaphors in it, and you're just booty dancing in front of the mirror for a second while you're putting on lip gloss. This room's too damn clean is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing. There's, yeah, there's posters. Yeah, her bedroom but... is the size of the apartment we're recording this in. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Yeah. And everything's, even if you're a girly girl, there's just too much girly. It's all pink. There's flowers. It reminds... All the posters are non-threatening. It reminds me of the room of the older sister in Danger, uh, Stranger Things. Yes. It looks like her bedroom. My aunt used to have a collection of those uh, masks that are in the background, though. They used to sell them at the dollar store. And here, and here comes our uh, our Bradley Whitford, the boyfriend, who you will recognize from The West Wing and, of course, for sci-fi fans, Cabin in the Woods. And that's another trope. I'm sorry, but. If you're in America and you aren't a trust fund kid, nobody could afford their own car. And if they did, okay, they were junk you. shop jalopy. I was just wa- I was just wondering about that. When I was in high school, I had a 1972 Volkswagen bus that broke down every other week. Oh yeah, and there was usually like multicolored, like the front panel was a different color, and so was the yep. door. Yep. There was a crack in the mirror, but it was, there was a crack in the front window, but it was only on the one side, so it wasn't technically illegal, and duct tape was holding on the side mirror. Oh, yeah. I had an electrical fire in that bus, and uh, oh my God. I was so lucky I had a fire extinguisher put it out, and because the buses were so simple, I could just hot wire a couple of wires from the burned ends and restart it. And, man, that was a death trap. Anyway, so the who's this guy? Is the boyfriend? This is her boy. This is her boyfriend who she was he supposed to go out with. So old. He is about seven years older than the actress here. So she is. He's got I looked up the I looked up the ages before before I did this. So she is. Um, I want to say she's nineteen sixty three or sixty four. He is nineteen fifty nine. Okay, so he's yeah, about four years old. So he's four years older than her. She is meant to be playing 17 in this movie. Yeah. He is supposed to, I do believe he is supposed to have just graduated high school. Oh, Here is her best friend, Penelope Ann Miller. It's an Irma Gurr girl. Yeah. Irma Yeah. Well, retro Irma. Well, I'll tell you one thing. This just, I'm not convinced these people are teenagers. Yeah. yeah, even more so than the usual 90s thing. I love how she's wearing a collared shirt under a sweater. That's gorgeous. And those earrings are way too fleshy. So, yeah. Yeah. so setting up the plot here, earrings, her, her friend is describing how she hates her stepmom and her two choices are poisoning her with Drano or running away. 
Can't she do both? Yeah. <laughs> or you could all sit down and talk about it like adults, but of course you're not going to do that because it won't lead to wacky consequences. Yeah. Babysitting. Yep. Yeah. She is too old for babysitting. Yes, which will, which will be mentioned here in a minute. Yeah. It's... Babysitting's like, call me three years ago. Unless, of course, you're the older sibling, you're going to get stuck doing that regardless, she, and you're not going to get paid. Yeah, she wants to make babies, not watch babies. Uh, I really I'm sorry, I, if I, you're in high school, no judgments or anything, but nobody, nobody actually wanted children in high school. True, no. Unless, of I, course, you were one of those very, very weird kids that are like, I'm going, Mom, I'm going to get knocked up whether you like it or not, and then you're going to support me. That's a thing now, which is what? really creepy. Yeah. Like, you two bit. new to me. Yeah, now we are introduced what? to the girl who very unsettling. is going to be babysat here, who is obsessed with the mighty Thor. For a second there, I thought it was going to be like a Ronald oh. McDonald thing with the colors. No. And... Um, that kid, the older brother, um, I think was the stoner brother from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dad. Might have been. Oh. Yeah, look at his face. Another yeah. suspiciously clean suburban house. Yeah. Well, yeah, look at this. I mean, they have a, a four-car garage... <laughs> What did their parents do for a living? Well, we're going to see the parents at work in a little Everything's bit. Everything's too white. Is this Chicago based? Yes. Some of it's secondhand. What? That you know, station wagon should have dents in it. So why was upper middle class Chicago kind of the standard for family movies in the 80s? What, what's up with that? I'm thinking um, like Ferris Bueller yeah. and... Speaking as what I suspect... It's completely non-threatening. Everybody's white. Uh, all the kids are well-behaved. Huh. Uh, there you can see the Oh, and they're good room. examples. You know, nobody's, like, on drugs or going through some mood swings or trying so, to find themselves. And it's kind of sad. So it's the 2.5 kids standard as well. Yes. Very 80s room. My pet monster up on the shelf. She has just taken her brother's clear cell because she ran out of brown for coloring her drawings of Thor with. Uh, uh, now. Way to improvise, yeah. kid. I never would have considered face cream for our supplies. Now, we are to believe here that he is a, he is a freshman in high school and Elizabeth Shue, the babysitter, is a senior in high yeah, school. Yeah, he's too big. In reality. No. No, he's fifth. No, the actor here is 15. Uh, Elizabeth Thanks. Elizabeth Shue is twenty four. <laughs> Maybe it's just the way he's dressed. He looks more mature than he actually is. Now, which one is supposed to be Marty McFly's uh, a girlfriend, girlfriend right behind? Yeah, right behind him here. That's the girlfriend in Back to the Future's Part Two and Part Three. Ah, okay. Wow, she looks really different. Or I just haven't seen it in a long time. I like your Doctor Who scarf there. Yeah. Mm, I think it needs to be a little thicker, though. And browner. Like, it's Doctor Who wasn't into pastels. That's also something I need to watch. Again, another colored shirt underneath the sweater. He's not wearing it right, though. At least it's not a diggy. That's totally nerdy. Does he like her? Yes, he does. And basically his sister was teasing him about that just a second ago. 
At least she's she's not staring at her tits. Yeah. So if he's a freshman in high school, (laughs) why in the world would they hire a babysitter? Because he's spending the night at a friend's house. Oh. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it's like, babysitting kind of ended for me, like, right about nine or ten. When my parents learned I wouldn't burn down the house, they're like, you're on your own, kid. Good luck. Um, let's see. But the caveat to that is... A good good Yiddish joke there where he's complimenting her on her big brown coat. And she's like, it's my grandfather's. Your grandfather had good taste. My grandfather is dead. Ah! Hey, it's Luxana Troy. No, it's not. But she's dressing like a very Luxana Troy outfit. The caveat to you getting a babysitter even after you're of age. I don't believe that their children know how to clean. (laughs) There's a big spill on the floor and the girl just kind of shrugs. That's when they gotta Put get some a dog. newspaper on it. Or I, bl- I now speaking of people that read other movies, I'm pretty sure the father in this is the father from Labyrinth. Another movie I've not seen. Yeah. Can you believe it? Oh, that was pretty much like girl porn throughout the whole thing. Okay, so what is he doing? He's adjusting his belt. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then turning it around. Oh, his cummerbund. Yeah. Trying to eat chocolate seductively. Wow, did you see that? They actually lit his face. Yeah, and... That's so odd. Ugh. So, typical 90s out-of-touch parents. Yeah. Just setting the scene and running away. <laughs> in the morning or in the afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> Ten One bucks the says they come back drunk. <laughs> Chocolate oh, bar. A lot of product placement. Yeah. I saw Captain Crunch. Oh, and he can't Thor have it because she knows he has acne. Monster and what else? That's a nice clock. Somebody's knocking at the back door. I don't know. Pepsi probably. That was pretty cool. Here's Why? our guy, Anthony Mack. <laughs> There's probably bird shit on that. They're probably. Oh my gosh, he's that's totally the guy from Discovery. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He was 14 in this movie. You have too much blush on. That is so cool. He kind of looks good as a ginger. Holy smokes, a lot better than right now. He's got uh, the blonde going on in Discovery, right? So so his buddy wanted to show him the the model in that month's Playboy. Saturday evening post. What are they watching? I think they're playing a video game. Royalty-free video game. Now here's here's a real sexist discussion. Yeah. Her mother sent her with college pamphlets, and he's pissed that she might be going to college because she won't, like, be around town for him to ogle. Wow. Yeah. And she's like, of course I'm not going to college. Even though her parents are rich enough to give her a full ride. All of their parents are rich enough to give her a full ride. (laughs) This is homeless. So here's, yeah, here's Penelope Ann Miller is, ran away from home, got stuck at the bus station, Spent all of her, the money that she had to get there. Can't leave. You didn't kill your mom? Oh, come on. 
That is a really odd-looking homeless guy. There. Yeah, he's, a he's little telling too he, he's telling her to get out of his house, and you'll, we're gonna cut here to all of his stuff. <laughs> You're in my house. <laughs> I'll clean every Thursday. Guess what, lady? It's a Thursday. He used to clean and uh, the. Well, but, he's he's one of the yeah. telephone sanitizers from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Well, <laughs> as I was about to say, if he lived in it, and even if he didn't, have you ever seen a public phone that wasn't like spammed <laughs> in your purse? Yeah, in his purse. Have you ever seen a public phone like yeah. even back in the day that wasn't fucked up? Like somebody pulled out the wires, oh, drew yeah. graffiti on it, stuck gum up in it. Well, there was a really. Oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this guy is smiling at her from outside the phone booth and pulling a gun out of his coat. Across what the, hell? the room, yeah. everybody saw that. He did it again. <laughs> Stay in public. Stay yeah. in the booth. And oh call the gosh. police. Why are you calling your friend? Yeah, you're going to get nailed by your parents. No, but... no. But the rule is, in 1980s movies, kids always take charge. They do not rely on adults. Yep. So... That's a gunshot wound, potentially. Or a kidnapping. Right? So Why? What... Just call the cops. So your first resource is, call the strong guy with the car. They're going to go to the car. They're going to drive, pick her up. Oh, but these kids are being left alone, so we have to take them with us. Yeah. I mean, that's Goonies logic yeah. right there. And Looking for One-Eyed Billy. It took me so long to realize that what One-Eyed Billy was. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And also... The city? The are they? Ci- yeah, Wait, the... New York? No, Chicago. Chicago. They call it the city there? Yeah. Huh. I don't think the college thing was sexist, at least in my perspective. You're not going to be around anymore. Yeah, they'd be sad to see you go. And yeah, just because your parents do want to pay for you to go to college, and you totally should, especially in today's economy, maybe you have a grander plan. Maybe you want to backpack around Europe or do a bunch of other stuff or, I don't know. Why is this What does she want to do with her life? Apparently, haul around a whole bunch of teenagers. Why is this guy in the bushes? That's really strange. Oh, he's just, he's oh, just yeah. weird friend. He's just hanging around waiting for them to leave. Don't hit on her. You're like, so now, he is, now he's blackmailing her into letting him come. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I was like, why are you hitting He's got her? that Ron Weasley look. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's not pretty enough, though. Ron, who, Ron? Had, Ron had some lovely lashes going on. I don't know how... Also, all that complexion on him is just makeup. Well, back He's then... He's too pale and there's too much blush. It's back, just... back then, growing up, everybody was really goofy looking. I mean, that's just the awkward of adolescence. Mm. So really, to carry you through, I mean, it was your attitude. That was your attack. Hmm. Whoa. No. Wow. Oh. Creepy. I know. What rating is what this? Is, again? Okay, he's not coming. PG. Okay. 
Then that was probably it. That I, and I, somebody I, saying ass. I am a huge fan of this Boogie Woogie Jazz score that this movie has. Mike, what, what? Look at all those cars. I love watching old movies. Also, none of those are fucked up. Oh, so, so we've just found, so we've just found out that the guy that Chris, the babysitter, is dating, yeah. her boyfriend, beat up, um, beat up Anthony Rapp's character because he vandalized his car. Oh, well, why geez. did he vandalize it? Because he's weird. Yeah. Um, I did hear of a way to vandalize a car that was temporary on Daria once. Oh. No, it's just uh, for touching his car. Oh, okay. Um, uh, this guy goes back to his school to help out his little sister, and um, the teacher comes up to him, and he's like, Hey, do you remember when you used to write down with the man on my car with soap? Mm. You, could, you couldn't get in trouble with the cops, because you no. could just hose it off. So, she is referencing the Sears Tower, where... If you if you go to if you go to Chicago now and call it the Willis Tower, you ain't gonna get much respect. They also have the Beam now there too, which is super cool. Do you guys have you guys heard of the Beam? No. It's this uh-uh. big silvery, looks like a jelly bean sculpture. Uh-huh. And it's about the size of a semi truck, hmm. and you can go up and take pictures around it. It's it's perfectly curved, so. Every reflection kind of looks like a fisheye lens. Okay, so here's another running theme in this movie. The model in this Playboy looks exactly like Chris, the babysitter. Oh, no. Also, uh, since... Speaking as somebody who actually works... Used to work in a sex shop. Hi. Um, I've seen Playboy. Playboy is like People magazine with boobs in it. Yeah. Nobody in a Playboy has that many clothes on. They just don't. Well, uh, Playboy now has uh, gone uh, non-nude, which yeah. I think really? is interesting. Yeah. Is it just like bikinis and stuff? Yeah, no, it's all about the articles, didn't you know? Hmm. Well, the articles were interesting. That's why we used to read them at the counter when we were in between customers. That and Vice magazine. This this kid in the back is just a total perv. Yep. There's just. Oh. Oh, was that what you were talking tire. about? <laughs> or drive on the. Rooms. I remember being that age. My dad got was going down a incredibly steep icy road. The ice broke under the car, mm-hmm. so we were on a piece of ice, riding down. This the the hill. Had he had no control over his car, mm-hmm. and I was you know the age of this girl, and just started to crack up. Huh. He was so mad. <laughs> so now they're pulled over on the median. And they all get out, and about six hundred police cars and an old black Chevy come running yeah. by. <laughs> that was a great movie. Dude, Blue go Yachty's. go stand in the middle. You're gonna get hit by a car. Oh my god, have you seen that? Um... Is she going to make the boys uh, change the tire? Is nope. she going to do it? Because we're about to find out there is no spare. Oh no. Yeah, you're fucked. Or you can just drive on the rims. Does it have a trap door? My dad's car has yeah, one. Yeah, she just, just opened the trap door. Okay. 
Otherwise, it's usually on the back. Before cell phones. And checks, nobody takes I know. checks. Well, in, in 1987, uh, yeah, they did. Purse? She forgot her purse. Yeah. Yep. Go figure. Are they going to do the old cartoon trope? Show a, li- <laughs> show a little leg. I don't know. Would there be state troopers or stuff? You oh, yeah. Just wait for a policeman. But again, she's afraid she'll get in trouble for driving without a license. Oh. 50 cents for a phone call. Wow. I actually found a public phone at the, uh, where's the transit center we usually go to? Oh, um. Oh, what? Yeah, there's a big, so here comes, so here comes salvation. JP. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that does not bode well. I'll haul wheat between Indianapolis and Columbus, Ohio. (laughs) I know that's supposed to look cute, but she doesn't have to bend over to punch somebody in the nuts. She could totally do it. That is so creepy. Yeah, you. (laughs) It'd be more creepy if it was like the Kill Bill whistling, but this was way before that. Wow, <laughs> this guy. Plus, I wonder you... what his books on tape are. Yeah, your tape, your semi is And we return to oh. <laughs> demonic screaming. <laughs> that guy has a hook for a hand. Yep. Is oh, this, this guy... before they had regular prosthetics with yeah. like joints and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So the, what he's wearing here, he's got a sling around his shoulder, and so if he moves his shoulder just a little bit, it opens and closes the claw. On that and here's yeah, oh, basically cool. this is going to be the gag for the rest of the movie. They are from the suburbs, and everything that happens to them outside of the suburbs is terrifying. So really, this is the oh. uh, a, cl- a jab at class. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's a tow truck. Yeah. An entire episode of. Uh, the uh, oblongs that's just about this. Huh. Uh, nobody has any money, and they have to hitchhike their way through town to from a Girl Scout jamboree. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And so they use all their urban knowledge, as in where they can go for food, like checking out graffiti tags, uh, who to ask for help. That happened to me once where mm-hmm. my Volkswagen bus broke down on the side of the road. I had my AAA card, but I didn't have any cash. I had to walk to a payphone, call AAA. By the time I showed up, the AAA guy was there, but also another tow truck guy was there. <laughs> and he had a contract with the state, the other guy. And so he, the other guy said, well, if you got 60 bucks, I won't tow you. Ha. Did he agree to drive you somewhere where you could get sixty bucks? Nope. Well, nope. that's kind of oh, shitty. I was I was a broke kid, you know. I just so uh, the AAA driver gave me a ride home. Handsome and the other, John Pruitt. The other truck driver just took my bus. What an asshole! Yeah. Even the cab driver just drove me into an ATM. All right. So, so luckily, the tow truck has a semi cab. 
So all of them are able to fit up there. Yeah. And it's a little less creepy. The, the cap lighting. Oh, that's cool. Stop staring. That's rude. <laughs> How'd you lose your hand? <laughs> well, pinchy and grabby. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> So, yeah. Well, he's old enough for Vietnam, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, he is. Because Vietnam ended in, what, 76, 74? Yeah, it was the late 60s, the mid-70s. So he just told them you his hand is in the glove compartment. Some people do that after they have a surgery. <laughs> Oh no! So they're now going to his house because some guy's with his wife. Oh! <laughs> well, well, I mean, yeah, if he shaved and changed his hat. I love how there's a center line on the road and they're just openly uh, using all four lanes. Maybe he knows stuff, though. Yeah. It's not all about looks. That poor car is going to get trashed. Yeah. It's her parents' car, which is a much more realistic car for them to let her use than her boyfriend's. Uh... Oh, he's got a gun. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now, I should... I saw this movie for the first time. I was definitely younger than 10 and was pretty much in the same state of enjoyment as this little girl dressed as Thor was. <laughs> Yay! Everything is happening in this movie! <laughs> That's what I liked about weird science. Oh, she's a sweetheart. Yep. You know, the their car that's on the tow almost looks like uh, Chevy Chase's uh, National yes. Lampoon's car. You know, all these movies could have like some nice little crossover references. Oh, I agree. Oh no. my gosh. Did he just shoot him? <laughs> Run, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody out. Yeah. So they're moving over to the next car as fast as they can go. Oh. Ew. <laughs> this guy is freaky. But the doors have locked themselves. What? Dun, 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 dun. Fear of a black man, ladies and gentlemen. Boo. Oh, that further reinforces what I was telling you yeah. about. And they automatically made Oh, he was him yeah. stealing the car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they got in a car that was being stolen. And I love this. They're just punching each <laughs> other in the street. Two great physical actors. <laughs> Where do you guys want to go? She's a, yeah, she's as far to the other side as she could possibly get. Um, That's really too bad right there that they're establishing this as the scary black guy. Yep. I cry a little. Honestly, this dude would just be like, 
get out over here. Yeah, yeah. which is what which is what you because because you know guys who steal cars don't want to have to deal with people. That's just extra complication. But this is. This is a this is a fantasy Chicago. I mean, we're we're gonna get into it in a minute. And di- again, why are you worried about this shit right now? Spoon. Mm. <laughs> He's just like whatever. This chick's crazy. Good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so he's a nice guy. Yeah. Wow, nice guy. Yeah. Wow, cool. And then, and then she you know, keeps it up like, I, I, I still, you know, I'm gonna, fear of a black man, fear of a black man. He just wants to sell it to a chop shop. Yep. You know, which is where they're, exactly where they're going. Yep. Back to our our fantastic boogie woogie jazz score here. I love it. You know, this is about the time when my dad introduced me to Stevie Ray Vaughan. Nice. I remember uh, I was living in Columbus, Ohio at the time, and every couple of months they'd throw a big concerts down there by the river, and we'd go and check those out. They also had a really good music scene there, too. <laughs> it's a, they had, like, no it's a car wash for lightning uh, bolts. Yep. <laughs> I didn't see any music until I moved to town, honestly. Ah. Uh, I used to work at the arena, but it was usually just hockey, uh, Christian, like, mass prayers kind of things, and country music. It was total shit. Yeah. Everybody comes from somewhere. I'll tell you one thing. This is a dumb crook, but to take complete strangers into a chop shop, yep. now that would get you killed. Yep. Probably. Look at all these guys. And we're famous that guy right there. Why aren't there all businessmen at a table, though? Yeah. Gets me some good money. Isn't it kind of dangerous? Hey, I like dangerous. Alright. Should try babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to end up making out? No. Oh, I see a reversal coming. Yeah. He's setting them up. No, uh, no spoilers. He's a, he's a good guy. Okay. Nobody else in this room is, but he's... A... Thank you for no spoilers, because this is uh, my first time through, so I kind of want to be along okay. for the ride. Dun, dun, dun. That's the bad guy. Oh. Yeah, okay. all this is just really cartoonish. Why'd you bring kids into our shop? I want, I want your job in a year. Yeah. Brad Anderson, in a few years I'll be able to buy and sell your ass. Yep, my dad works on Wall Street. Hi, nice to meet you. 
Are you related to the principal at my high school? <laughs> Is that a trope? <laughs> from from this time period, yes. Mm. All right, I'm really naive. What's a trope? That the idea that Cliches. this oh, okay. this actor. Is a very famous character actor. I can't think of what his name is at the moment, but you've seen him in stuff. And he basically plays assistant sec to the secretary of defense. You know, guy, you know, black guy in the Pentagon with a bunch of white dudes. <laughs> high school principal. Has he been a cop? That was. Oh, yeah, of course too. he has. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got some good face, face recognition. I can't recall what the actor's name is. Yeah, but... He kind of looks like... Uh, well, his facial features kind of look like uh, The Rock, a little bit. No, but he's in uh, he's in X Men Three. Did you know The Rock was in Voyager? Yes, I did. Yeah. Did you but know he was The Rock is Hawaiian? Yes, yeah. I did. I learned that when I went to Hawaii a few months ago. There's a whole thing on Tumblr. The Brady Bunch is upstairs. Take the Brady Bunch upstairs. <laughs> what he called him. There's a whole thing on Tumblr about him fire dancing, and then he has a picture next to his grandmother. Uh, they did a bunch of matriarchy kind of things. They're like traditional clothes. He goes back every once in a while to do the seasonal kind of things. Ah. And I thought it was cool. He even got a tattoo right here. <laughs> so back to the friend stuck She's at the bus still terminal. She's still the bus station. Oh, this poor woman. Watching. How did you get Brady away Bunch. with the guy? TV. Oh, wait. Is I... he... No, wait. That's not him. No. TV in a chair. That's before iPhones, people. Yeah. Oh, I think no. there were those when I was... What do you call it? It was before the millennium. It was in middle school, and we went... Um, Spent two weeks in England visiting relatives. On the way there, they had, like, coin-operated TV. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> She's put out what she thought were her glasses. Those are good glasses on her. Holy yeah. Cow. I think they also had coin-operated internet, too. It was shitty, but... The last time I put a coin in a booth, a naked lady came up. <laughs> oh, they had those at my All old right, job, so... too. Anthony Rapp's character has recovered the Playboy. Um, the Playboy that originally was thrown out the window of the car, which was a big problem because it belonged to his dad. <laughs> oh. So for some reason, there's a hole in the ceiling yep. here. And they, what, talking about this is very much a uh, what is it? Role, role-playing game situation. Yeah. Where now you're in this room, the phone doesn't work. How do you get out? You know... Unless the DM let's write in eighties visits. movies. Let's write in the eighty movies with the D six exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, there's that trope from crap. Uh, what is it? Something positive. Whenever the DM gets pissed, it's rocks fall, everybody dies. Uh, but right. everybody's like, it's a featureless plane. Fuck you, rocks fall, everybody dies. I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> so they're now up in the rafters of this mm-hmm. chop shop. Looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Dun, 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 oh, dun, they have to dun, do I mean, the balance beam. And that's why this is, you know, a perfect kids movie. Is because it's just one wacky situation after another. And they're Except unusual, the they're unusual settings, too. Yeah. Because as a kid, I would love to run and play in an attic like that. The one thing missing from that group of businessmen at the chop shop is there's not a Yakuza guy sitting with them. 
Or oh, yeah. somebody with a lot of tattoos. Yeah. That's also kind of cartoony. Or giant fat guy with a bald head who's a little slow. Oh, and somebody with bad teeth. Aw. You're welcome. Oh, in uh, typical girly eye candy kind of things. Hanging off their arms. You know, that kind of thing. With yeah. bad Lee press on Very crea- creative editing here. Explain. Stunt so obviously they're not, nobody's walking on a, uh, on a beam. On a beam, yeah. yeah. Okay. Or is this just raised above a bunch we have of pads? Shoes that look like the kids' shoes. <laughs> this guy's like, man. No, he's like, you got, he's like, you guys are smart because I would not have been able to get you out of the situation you would have been in. And he's not telling on them. Yep. But you're wearing primary colors. Somebody's bound to notice eventually. Yeah, changing the lighting. Uh, yeah, you know, the the dust. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, I'm Jimmy Mustache! Oh. <laughs> At least it's not rat shit. Yeah, it it's, could be. It's stage cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. oh, this kind of reminds me of seconds, actually. Oh. Fuck more an hour. Um, there used to be beautiful a, landscape. Well, All right, here's here's the party that the parents are at. <laughs> it looks like they're inside the towering inferno right now. It's like ninetieth floor of a skyscraper. There's piano playing. Everybody's wearing pearls. Uh, they did a oh, we just had, we just had a joke where it's like, I bet she's back at home and our daughter's hanging from the rafters. <laughs> Cop, other... cop, no, not Converse. Yeah. Chuck uh, Taylors. The only other movie I saw that had kind of a generic party like that was the CBS version of Beauty and the Beast. He oh, wrote the, all the over Playboy his... has secret plans yep. on it. Yep. That's the... Uh... Yep. Oh. <laughs> As like, why would that you... just solved the movie? Yep. Oh, why geez. would you write shit on a nudie book? Because it looks like yeah, they're on the, the they're up in the yeah. office on the phone, yeah. just, just writing on the thing. Mm. All right, like, they're that's moving perfectly the good porn. sheet metal door. Not even porn. That's like yeah. pinup territory. Yeah. Walking out, walking up. That's a very uninsulated roof for yeah. Chicago. Well, it's just a chop shop. Shouldn't have. Again, that, well, what most people think it is is an abandoned building. They're probably pirating electricity. If it was abandoned, wouldn't it be more rusty, though? It was rusty. Is that rusty those birds were walking on? Cobwebs, you just need cotton. You could do yeah. those. So they're figuring out that they need the Playboy from upstairs? Yeah, because they got all oh, the order details on Check it. Check for sticky pages. <laughs> Keep going. Where's the thing? Um, um, yeah. did they take it to the bathroom? Yeah. Where is it? You're in a factory full of guys. It would take a while to ask them all. Oh, you would not think of that. That's just such oh, wait. an yeah, odd you thing would. to have Because you set them upstairs, and why didn't you just think of that right off the bat, though? I didn't notice the little one, Sarah, was carrying a hammer with her. Yeah, Thor's hammer. 
That's going to come into play. Yes, it is. Cr- crotch shot. Yes, it is. Just bang. Yeah. Oh, wait. Were they allowed to do that in the 80s? Yep. Where did you get this? I posted it from the office. Come on! You're going to get to so much trouble. And you put it in your sister's yep. bag. That's going to be an uncomfortable thing with their parents. She's the mule now. Yep. <laughs> well, I got to move this contraband, but I don't want to get caught with it. So I'm going to give it to the most unlikely person. Oh my god, there's a book. <laughs> there's a book called. I think it's called Feast. And it's about different. Um, different points of her life that had to do with food. One was about going to Mexico when she was around 12 or 13. Yeah. They have no laws about porn down there. They have, oh, like, no. magazine stands that openly have porn okay. without plastic wrap or whatever. Okay. The guy that she was with. Uh-huh. Um, they just just kept buying it. Oh for, no! Like, okay. Pesos over and over and over again. Blue like two hundred dollars. Tossed out all of his homework and collectibles and stuff, and had this huge turtle shell. And here he was comes trying to get through airport security. Here comes oh, a trope. No. They are entering backstage at a jazz show. Nice. Yeah. Um. Everybody's liking the music. Yep. Uh, at the gate. Um, the moms started doing this fake porn detector kind of thing to get them to give it up, but right. he did, he wouldn't tell them what was going on. He's just like, I have to go to the bathroom! <laughs> and he runs, and he comes back, and his backpack has shrank oh. down to nothing, and he just left $200 worth of porno behind the toilets in the Batman's bathroom. Someone got lucky. Yeah, they did. The another trope. Oh, it's dangerous. Everyone in the room is black. What's up with this white chick? Are they going to sing? kids. <laughs> they are going to sing. We represent yeah. the Lollipop Guild. Or better yet, from the Three Amigos, My Little Buttercup has sweetest smile. <laughs> or they get really uncomfortable, can't think of anything but the most generic so basically stuff possible. They, yeah. Row, row, row yeah. your boat. They got to pay the piper by singing the blues to get out of this club. Well, I mean, they've got a good story. They're yeah. they're trying to rescue their their girlfriend who ran away yeah. instead of killing her mom. Yeah, the the mobs after them. Come on, you gonna sing or what? We'll just start it. Lay we'll lay down a beat, play some chords. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> they don't look impressed. Yeah. Me, up and comer Elizabeth Shue. Uh-huh. Um A lot of dead air here. Yeah. Uncomfortable silence. Hi. <laughs> um, my name's Chris Parker. It's a it's a gated community actually. Uh I love it. God, painful. Tonight's our anniversary. The betting went and canceled, and now I'm stuck watching these three. And it's so hard. Ugh, God. This is some Disney Channel shit. 
They actually remade this for the Disney Channel last year. Uh, you are got to be kidding me. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I didn't watch it. I got, I got it from the library, and it was just like two adorable tween girls. I was like, no thanks. The last Disney Channel thing that I watched was the Thirteenth Year, but just because it had mer people in it. I do have to say though that uh, the lead character, her singing, what's what's that character's name? Uh, Chris. Chris. She could totally cosplay a Tom Baker with that outfit. Oh, right I know. There. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. The fourth doctor. Yeah, doctor Who. so oh. he had a long jacket, a big scarf, and curly hair. And I'm like, well, that would be the female teen version yeah. of Tom. I wanted to say, rule 40. No, what's the gender? Doctor Who was one? still on at this point. It was, it's we not were on rule the, um, the seventh is... doctor. It was uh, the blonde Sylve- No, Sylvester McCoy. Oh. With the, I have uh, to Google it. I can't remember off the top of my head. There's with the big rule, hat. Rule 43 is if something exists, there's porn of it. And then rule blank is like if a character exists, somebody's going to draw them with their gender reversed. Huh, cool. So kind of deviant art, basically. Yeah. And there's a lot of ones for furries, but that's its own thing. Yeah, I could never go down that road. Uh, that's how Tammy makes most of her rent, actually. If you commission her, she'll draw whatever the fuck you want. So he's he's got the black man approval nod. Yep. I, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. That's... These white kids are right. Yep. At least this is kind of positive because they're just musicians, I, but I, still. I kind of want to puke in my mouth a little. Yeah, <laughs> this it's is, just this too squeaky a, clean. This is what people think race relations is. Well, it certainly was yeah. in um, 1987. This is so like a Blues Brothers Jr. scene. Yeah, yeah. You think some of your neighbors would be at least, you know? Well, they're happy. They're getting along. Yeah. And now they are allowed to leave the dead end alley with the crooks watching them. I don't know. Would you Joe guess... Gipp is making sure they get out before anything else happens. High-fiving everyone. Would you consider Spokane on the South Hill to be suburbs? I have no idea. Okay. I've been to Nine Mile Falls, and that's about it. Oh. Yeah, I used to live out there. It's, it's kind of the rich part of town. Okay, we were living in a rent house. Dad was black. I was half. And then we had another black couple who lived down the road from us. So, yeah, there were other black people in the suburbs in Spokane. So, yeah, why aren't any of their neighbors? Sadly, we don't get to see what blues song the other, the, 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 the villains do. The Silver Dollar Room. Oh, that was the name of the bar. Yeah. Yeah. What? A barrel fire. <laughs> now, I never, I never remember ever seeing any barrel fires as a kid. Not well, we used to have them in the our backyard before we got a we got a ban, uh, before it became illegal to have bonfires. Oh, we had an old oil, we had an old oil drama. We would um, burn all of the brambles and stuff in it and have people over. It was great. I don't think Dad ever burnt anything because it had caused wildfire, but he didn't break it. 
And we had a pit fire, but you have to dig it down and then put a this bunch of stones the, around it. That was in the country, though. Trying to pick up the babysitter scene. It's like, I knew you were pretty, but I didn't realize you were talented. I knew you were Ray, but I didn't realize you were El Ray. So this is also 1980s homelessness, where all homeless people were crazy, dirty old men. Yep. And not, not dirty enough. Yeah, no kidding. They don't bathe very frequently in... Well, there's there's some comment there's some social commentary there because if you remember in the eighties, well, yeah. you may not remember because I mean we were kids, but if you look at your history, I didn't know uh, about that. Ronald before. Reagan actually uh, closed down a lot of mental health institutions, and so a lot of these folks were literally shown to the street. Yeah, that's what uh, Deadly Class part of the plot in Deadly Class, which is a comic book, is about. Oh. Um, the main guy. The main guy wants to kill Ronald Reagan because uh, a homeless person who is schizophrenic jumped off of the bridge in a certain area, squashed both of his parents. Huh. Yeah, so not only are the mental ill suffering, but he's responsible for the death of his that's, parents. That's like a really bad Batman origin yeah. story. Yeah, and that whole uh, book is about... Uh, oh, and Daryl's trying to pick up a hooker. But you have no money. Yeah. It's Bitch, like, please, that's my affair. <laughs> there's a Simpsons one that's kind of like that. Uh, Marge goes to a crappy hotel because she's <laughs> pissed at her husband, takes the kids with her, and there's hookers hanging out in front. And they talk to Birch, and they're like, looking for a good time, sailor? Why, yes, ma'am, I am. He's no, not. you're not. He's really not. He's really not. Oh... <laughs> uh. That's the so now she so now she's terrified that her friend at the bus station is going to get turned out because they just met a seventeen year old hooker. I hate Did to say it, did it ever occur but... to you that maybe she likes being a hooker? A mm, uh, dangerous territory for conversation, but I do have to say that it happens. Kids vulnerable when kids are in vulnerable situations and they hook up with the wrong people can yeah. easily find themselves into the sex trade. So Even thought, though it's kind so of a trope. She has yeah. thought that she found a kitten. It is actually a sewer rat. Oh dear. It's a rat! <laughs> oh, because she doesn't have her glasses yeah. on. <laughs> that it seems like a pretty big rat, though. Yeah. That's a cute rat. Yeah. It's an albino, too. Yeah. At least she you didn't can tell throw it, was a it though. Rat. She just yeah. kind of ran. I've had fun playing with domesticated rats. They're also, really it's a white rat, and those are usually the fancy kind. Yeah. Oh, so the bad guys are after him. Their song was significantly shorter than the one that these oh, guys Oh, also sang. a trope. They're just hanging out, dancing. Yeah, beatboxing. For no apparent reason. Well, hip hop was actually getting well established at this time. I feel like it this was, is where but that's kind of a really weird place to do it. Yeah, true. Yeah. I like... feel like this is the train stop where um, what's her face found out that uh, Bruce was Batman in uh, it's Batman also Begins. Too clean. Oh. Yeah. And nobody's asleep, and nobody's on it. I did hear in. Uh... I think this is Johnny Wonder, which is another online webcomic. Um, they wrote about musicians in the subway. There's a four-person mariachi band. 
There is a 1980s rapper. There's a guy playing the sitar. Musicians will just get on the train and play for money. Oh, yeah, the it's kids. It's like a traveling carnival. All the kids told him their real names. Yep. Oh. The kids told everybody in the garage their real names. Remember, we walked around shaking hands. Oh, yeah, that's right. They told everybody at the jazz club their real names. I just want to slap him. He's like, my gay friend is so cool. I was about to say, they might get nailed by the transit police, but if you nope, explain they're... this to the transit police, they might help you get home. This is a great movie. It feels like it's just a whole bunch of shorts yep. stitched together. Oh, greaser kind yep. of punks. Gang war, gang war in the subway Oh, car. they've even got greased hair, that guy on the left. Yeah, look. It's 80s greased hair, but the stuff. And the flick, the flick blades. <laughs> Oh no! And they're all wearing red yeah. too. Oh. We There's gonna be a rumble tonight! <laughs> Can we watch? <laughs> they're fine. If they just sit exactly. right there, they'll be alright. This is where Sarah's got the right idea. This is gonna be fun. Just watch. These are like the rejects uh, from the thriller. I know. Uh, <laughs> that guy is even wearing Michael Jackson's outfit. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe it's like the bad video. No, wait. I think it's both. Yeah. Butterfly knife. Oh, that's somebody. Oh, who is that? Did they no, wait. already? Did no, wait. They it's uh, it's what's his face? Knife. Oh, it's driving me crazy. Oh, it's um, he's from Homicide, and uh, and The Wire. He plays uh, okay, so Ray Meldrick. Ray he Fish. plays Meldrick Lewis on Homicide, yeah, the lead gang guy. He was also on the Wire. He was the guy that ran the um, the newspaper. Dude. So uh, <laughs> I, I worked for uh, a correctional facility for a while, and I got a chance to talk to a couple of murderers. Oh. And their their advice was, you know, people who get killed in crimes are the people who get in the way. Yeah. It's not because we want to kill you. It's that you are keeping me from doing what I want to do. And so I, I think <laughs> I'm... Oh! <laughs> the lords of hell should not be chewing, we chewing are gum. They should be chewing tobacco. That's not metal. And, and so this is a really funny bit right here yeah. where you think she's going to take it for getting in the way. Yep. She helps all the kids off the train at knife point. Which is a good thing to do, but it's kind of stupid. She just there. drops the, the oh, no, knife. just collapses. Like, at least she was wearing gloves so yeah. her fingerprints won't be on Hey, that's your, that's your observation of the 80s woman with the gun thing. Yes. Wow. Yep. See, also, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 19-something or other. So since this will come out before that episode, uh, there's an episode of... Star Trek The Next Generation, where Beverly threatens somebody with a phaser that they know she's not going to fire. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> the The commentary insinuating that 80s women are strong enough to point the women, but 
point. Did he just faint? Ladies, women are strong enough to point the weapon but not use it, yeah. which is so also dumb. just stupid. I think even the chick on Beauty and the Beast, despite getting her ass kicked like a couple of times because she got ganged up on, she shot somebody eventually. Hey, it's hey there's guy. the guy that got beat up. Are they all going to reunite at yep. the hospital? Yep. There are a lot of other hospitals in New York City, though. They're not in New York, they're in Chicago. Well, you know what I mean. Large metropolitan area, and you they know, just come to this You one. think they'd triage this kid, take off his foot, stop the bleeding? Oh, yeah. Mm. Is that the truck driver? No. Uh, those are hot dogs, God, I had a buddy who tried to do that. He wrote a check to me once and nobody would cash it for me. I was like, what the heck? So what have we got so far? The word rape, the word bitch, and wiener. Oh, and we missed the whole uh, Thor's a homo conversation. Oh. Which we is did why, it. Yes. Oh. She was doing her Thor picture and her brother said, Thor's a homo. And she chased him around and said, take it back. This doctor, That should have given looks, it a PG-13 yeah. rating. He looks drugged out. Nuke brain. Dude! And you're just dealing with a kid with a scratch. We're looking for a friend. Your friend? Which one is he? Um, he's the one with the stab wounds. Well, we have a lot of those. Why? Sorry. Your friend is dead. Nobody dies from a foot wound. (laughs) Well, you just said stab wound. (laughs) No, but I mean, if he just got stabbed in the foot, they're like, he's dead. They go, how the fuck does that happen? Not yeah. faint. You're not dead! We thought you died. Aww. Daryl, why are you hugging me? Found out something new about you, Brad. <laughs> Don't you ever die on me. Huh. Aww. They'd make cute boyfriends. They would make cute boyfriends. Smelling salt or something. Or a joint. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long night. (laughs) Yeah, we're still fucked. Your nightmare is a reality, sweetie. It's The other guys yeah. did. Don't be a perv. Yeah. I can't see them hooking up at the end of the movie. No, no, no. No, he's... Well, they're all about as interesting as a slice of bread, but still. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, he trucked her! There's cops right there. The truck, the the tow truck guys, the There's good guy. There's cops who right died. there, and you could have asked them for help, but no, you didn't. No, we we choose we choose the crazy adult. Uh, 
Well, at least they respect him. I hope he didn't do anything to his wife. No. Huh. 50 bucks? How are we going to give 50 bucks? You know what I'm glad they didn't do in this? What's that? My cleaning lady who lives around this neighborhood. Oh. She'll give us fifty dollars. Ah. 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 <laughs> oh dear. Well, you can give blood, but I think they make you show ID. Yeah. And that only gets you forty, at least in this region. <laughs> so now they gotta come up with fifty bucks pay for the tire and get the car out of a garage, right? Yep. And then and then the plot is resolved. Yep. Okay. And get their friend back from the bus station. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the original, original point of this was to get their friend from the bus Again, station. Again, you could call your parents, say, here's what happened, leave out some parts, obviously. We needed to go pick up my friend because she ran away. So Daryl very excitedly... Just sees a party. Just gotta go there. Another great '80s trope. Uh, Why is there a party all of a sudden? I think that's a fraternity. Yeah, it is a fraternity. Woo! Jungle juice. Now we got the white <laughs> jazz. Look at that. I'm sorry. Frat parties don't play music like this. Not even in the '80s. They did 30 years ago. Oh. Come on, it was like Beastie Boys and shit. 30 years ago, Beastie yeah. Boys. Maybe. Yeah, I think this is about the time of License to Ill. Yeah. That and, um, uh, I don't know, are we passing the Oh, do I do love this song. They're, they're playing Expressway to Your Heart at this party. Well, this is what happens when the barbershop quartet in college loosens up and throws a yeah. party. <laughs> in, uh, and here, and here the, uh, the Playboy thing is coming back to get her. Yeah. So all of these guys think she's the model of the Playboy. And I'm sorry... Back it's... to the back to the potentially sexist thing. Yeah. Just because you are in porn or you're a sex worker does not put mean you're an, under any obligation to just give it out to anybody. It's well, cool if you want to, but there is a difference between business and pleasure. Oh well, yeah, I mean if my job <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's just so much going on. Casey's right now. Just, Casey's reaction yeah. to seeing the, the porn picture. Please, they're <laughs> not even showing anything. It might as well just be uh, a bra ad in, like, Sears or something. Yeah, but when you're a freshman, you look at what you can get. <laughs> yeah, like this Sports <laughs> Illustrated swimsuit issue probably is more scandalous. But it's 80s. Yeah. I don't know. They got away with more in uh, Weird Oh, that's Science. right. They're in here because the little girl's got to use the bathroom. I think that's PG-13, though. I love they have, like, all of the effects for the band and everything. <laughs> also, you yeah. look way too old. Even for college. The guy with the gold curls. It probably has vomit in it, though. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, oh man, spilling too I, much I, I love this scene. This is it's as awful, but still hilarious. Oh. Popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> I condone underage so, drinking. So we've got subtitles on. If we're talking, just read the dialogue in this scene. 
Wow. What's the upside down thing? I can't quite tell. Yeah, that thing. Is it like, um, those Jägermeister, the Jägermeister machines in, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm lost in the dialogue, yeah. Alex. He just, he started talking about blowjobs and this woman just shows up. Yep. What I'm the, the blowjob fairy, hi! Isn't this Anthony Anthony Rapp very rarely plays characters that are actually supposed to be straight, uh-uh. and even in even in this, they do blur the line quite a bit. Like he just sat down with a bunch of frat dudes. I was like, "You think I'm a penis? <laughs> Let me tell you what." But of course, then he gets grabbed by this girl. Oh man! So is this a sustaining love interest here? You know who he looks like? That guy she was talking to? Huh. Kind of looks like the guy who is now in the TV show The Librarians. It's not. It's not. Boy, no, he's, Wiley, he's no. got hints. I know that it's not right because everybody is underage anyway, but it would be cute if instead of that girl that just gloms onto him, uh-huh. uh, like, uh, one of the frat guys thinks he's cute. Yeah. That would be cool. Well, in 80s movies, if you were gay, that was a comedy opportunity. Yes. It was uh, like Revenge of the Nerds, but they made they specifically made him effeminate. There's nothing wrong with being effeminate, but it's kind of a cliche. Yeah. There's a, a whole range. Here's the honest heart-to-heart yeah. learning to cope with life moment where... Yeah. You can go to college and you're a woman. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'll be here waiting for you. Is it a problem because they don't go to the same college? Because everybody goes through that because nobody sticks around after high school unless you have no options. Well, being that I didn't have my first girlfriend really until I was in college made it really easy for me. Uh, I... My first, well, oh, excusing a bunch of people, I wasn't sad, interested He's in sad because the babysitter's dancing with somebody age-appropriate. Oh. Um, I dated somebody <laughs> on the opposite coast that I met through d Look how completely uninterested yeah. he is. Yeah, that fizzled out after three years, Dolphins? but we were technically engaged. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. Hold on. What's going on? She's like, guys just want to talk about the bears, the Bengals, and the Dolphins. Oh, the, the, the base, baseball, or football yeah. teams. Yeah. You want to see my pug oh, collection? Bengal Tigers? <laughs> yes. Okay, I was like, no guy likes the Bengals. I mean, Not the bad. I'm sure. Not the Bengals. I'm sure bangles. some guys do like the Bengals, and there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not popular enough for them to make a generalization like that. What? This woman has got to know he's a freshman in high school. Yeah. That's just so wrong. Yeah. He doesn't, even though everybody's ages are fucked up because they can't actually hire minors, yeah. he is, he looks a little too shrimpy to be in college. Well, this goes into another uh, hypocrisy of society. A freshman losing his virginity at a college party. Everyone's like, a boy, high fives, good, yeah. good job. If it was a freshman girl yeah. losing her virginity at the party, um, 
Walk of Shame. Which walk of Shame. Uh, the I think the college guys. And that's just, just in yeah. the and that's just in the movies too. Yeah. Speaking as somebody that has a good friend who did oh, hook yeah. up with somebody much older than him, way too young. Mm. He was never okay with that having happened. Yeah. But I do have to just lay down. It's never okay for an older adult to take advantage of a minor in a sexual situation. Right. That's and not. It's... That's not the purpose of the commentary here is to to validate yeah. that. But it seems like when older women take advantage of boys, that was kind of the free pass. But when older men took advantage of young women, that was kind of the the villainy. And it's just like it's never okay to take advantage of a child. And it's also stones? completely yeah. natural, regardless of what your gender is, to regret when you tried and something didn't work out to your expectations or to be uncomfortable and stop in the middle of it because you're like, hey, this is creeping me out. Or if you're totally into it, to just own it and totally rule. So I'm It's okay a, to feel whatever you want to feel about it. I want to bring it back to the movie. I'm a little disoriented. They came... So this guy gave them a ride from the party to, to the, the garage, garage where her mom's car is. Yeah. He okay. only had $45, you not 50 You went back? Oh, he gave them the money. Yes. Very nice. Why are the chop shop guys going to give you back the car? Not the chop shop. Chop shop guys never had the car. This is they the first They rode place. to the chop shop in a stolen car. So that wasn't their car. No, it Correct. was the car that Joe Gipp, the guy with the dreadlocks, stole. Yeah, I thought the station wagon was theirs. The station wagon is theirs. Okay, and so what's this car? That's the station wagon. That's the original car that they started out with. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So the guy, the, like, the hook-handed guy, after he had his fight with his, his wife's lover, mm-hmm. took it to the garage, <laughs> got it fixed. He paid for the windsh- the bullet holes in the windshield, yeah. but they have to pay for the tire. The tire. And it's $50, yeah. of which they only have 45 So you need to find five more bucks. Check out a bunch of vending machines. There's usually some change in there. Yeah. Can... Yep. Well, this is kind of cool. It's kind of taken a, a cool turn. It's going to take I a really she, cool turn in a minute. She wants to go to college now. Yeah. They've got the car. They just need to find... Mr. Dawson? Dawson Leary! He's running the... <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you had something you wanted to say? Um, uh, backing up a bit, as far as the quote-unquote walk of shame trope in movies. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Uh, there is a movie called uh, Sorority Boys. Okay. I know okay. Sorority Boys. I yeah. saw it in the theater. Uh, I forget what the names of everybody is. This guy ends up drugged and unfortunately molested by one of his... Uh, frat brothers because he thinks he's a woman because they're dressing like women to stay in a sorority next door or something like that. That's not cool. But the next day, just because they think he's a woman and he spent the night with his friend, even though he had been molested and raped, you know, technically speaking. Well, actually, really. But they don't show anything. Right. They think he's a woman. He's trying to sneak out because he's really uncomfortable with whatever happened. They start singing a song about the walk of shame, and she, well, he, because he doesn't identify as a woman, he punches one of them in the face and lays him out, and then nobody else says anything, they start backing off. Okay, so, back to to the movie. It's Thor! It's it's really Thor, played by Vincent D'Onofrio, who would end up playing the kingpin in the Marvel Universe rather than Thor. That's so cool! 
He's even greased Aww. down. That's, yeah, that's hilarious. Cute. Yeah. Here's some money. Can we have I our car back? Door. <laughs> this is great. Oh! <laughs> You're gonna get your. You've been kicked. spreading rumors about me, kid. Spreading rumors about me, kid. Well, you called it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just watched this in anticipation uh, Thursday night. So. Or you could go the other way with it. That is a very hurtful stereotype. Yes. And I should kick your ass just to make a point. Yeah. He seemed like a nice guy until they called him out on his sexuality. You owe me five dollars. But little girl saves the day. Can I wash your windows for five bucks? <laughs> oh. It's not Thor. Oh my god. I love this kid. You're just stretching it. Does he actually like that? Yes. Okay, this is worth five bucks. Yeah. Oh, this is so sweet. Yeah. Do it, do it. <laughs> You're the first friend I've had in ten years. Yeah. Oh god. She looks so different without the helmet. Mm. Holy cow. They're all aw, little girl. Here. Here, take the car. Yay. But I don't want to catch you using the H word anymore. Yeah. You goddamn homophobe. <laughs> yeah! Oh, there you go. Go. Well, it's just five. Can bucks. I write you a check for five dollars? Actually, I could probably deposit it in your bank. What is Take that? the money and buy yourself some more money. Yeah. What is that movie where they sneak out of school? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, I was about to say it's just like that guy's rich guy impression. Yeah. Oh, these How guys again? in the world do they it. know what's going on? Ugh, the homeless so again. Meanwhile at the train station. Getting her glasses back. Please tell me you saved her ordinary glasses. Everybody's gonna think you stole from a homeless it's lady. Like Barb from Stranger Things. Yeah. Why did you not save the glasses so you could give it back to her? The exterminator's cracking up. Is it, there's the guy with the gun. Uh, yeah. Why is he still here? <laughs> and the uh, homeless guy, guy going the to the bathroom booth. in the phone booth. His pants aren't down. Probably doesn't take him all the way down. He's really caught. He just kind of shakes it out down his leg. Ugh, I feel like it's not a character that should get get really distracted and excited by a toy store. I like Toy Stories as a kid. I liked Toy Stories as a kid too, but I feel like she probably gets everything that she wants from her parents. Probably. Yeah. 
FAO Schwartz was cool just because they had a lot of stuff you could interact with, though. I like the big piano on the floor that you could yep. dance on. Or the bouncy, the cage of balls. Or, oh, this wasn't when I was a so kid. Cool. This was in middle school. The first convention that I <laughs> oh, went yeah, to was is, in the valley. Oh, yeah, that's her, her yeah. boyfriend's car. Right next to it was... She discovered a, that he's not home with his sick sister. He is out at a restaurant. So yes, now she's going to confront oh. him. Okay. Uh, right next door was a McDonald's and a toy store. Yeah. We went in crossplay to the McDonald's to have lunch, and then we went to the toy store next door. Yeah. I got a bunch of X-Men's action figures, but on one of the aisles, because this was when Spider-Man came out, right. was a life-size recreation of Spider-Man next to a bunch of Spider-Man dolls. Everybody looked down. Huge Spider-Man dick. Oh, It was no. like the size of your fist. Yikes. And everybody's like taking pictures next to it because it's like <laughs> my spidey senses are tingling. Silicone and shit. I'm like, who goes that far for just a stand up? So here is another 1980s question for you. We are in a fancy restaurant in Chicago. Yeah. Now the Blues Brothers and Ferris Bueller went to the same restaurant. Is this the same restaurant as that? The Lachey or whatever it's called. I don't know. It doesn't look like it to me. No. It doesn't look like either one of them. There's a trope in Downtown, which is the animated series they did before Daria. Same artist. Um, They're talking about running away from criminals in the middle of New York City. They run directly through Tavern on the Green. Steal some bread off a table and then keep running through the kitchen. Now she's causing a scene. Yeah. Drink in the face? Get a grip. Cake in the cleavage? That's, uh, what's his face? Uh, is that Raphael's catchphrase? Get a grip? Yeah. Maybe. Most of the 2012 versions have to do with punching stuff. So, so <laughs> key tips for dating a narcissist. If they make it your fault that there's an injustice, you know you're dating the wrong person. Yeah. Or if um, your parents do that. Emotional abuse can happen to anybody. Oh, yeah. Little girl, oh, it's or done gaslighting, now. yep, forgetting it happened entirely, and making you look like the crazy person for making it up. Time to Molotov cocktail this relationship. Let's go home and fuck on his lawn. It's like I'm, yeah. I'm gonna marry the mother. Yeah, from, he's only. 15. I'm gonna marry that the mother from Malcolm in the Middle. What are you gonna do? Nothing. This is a big nope right here. She creeps me out. That was a big outrage. Oh, man. You gonna punch him? He's gonna do the hero's punch. It doesn't matter if she won't put out for you. Women are not a machine you keep putting kindness coins in until sex falls out. Oh, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna hit him? Don't tell me. Oh. <laughs> there you go. He kicked him in the butthole. Yeah. I know everybody's gonna get kicked out, but that's probably still pretty satisfying. Thank you. Good night. Yeah. Tip the waiter. 
Also, he looks way too old to be... Well, I already said that, but... I love Shia LaBeouf traveled back in time to play that door band. <laughs> yeah, he's totally... He's too tall, but yeah. I love how everybody's like, it's that model. Oh, she's yeah. at the toy store. That bunny's oh, kind of cute. Oh, no. Are they going to kidnap the little girl? Oh. They're going to try. That's also a villain trope. Yep. Little kid, I'll give you three wishes. Well, at least she's not dumb enough to come with them. Well, and they weren't dumb enough to have him do that and then have somebody went, right went next out. to her when she ran to grab her. I'm sorry, but my mom used to tell me about kidnappers all the fucking time. You want to go into a store and tell the adults to call the cops and then oh, there's yeah. you're surrounded by witnesses. It's, well, this, this and is you don't, movies, so. Yeah, you do not call anybody that knows your name. Um, you don't respond to the, hey, your parents been in an accident kind of thing. See, this is where she's about to pull out her Thor hammer, I think. Okay, yeah. really? going into a building. Good good start. Yeah. Good place to be. Oh, oh Richter code. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, the janitor talk to the janitor. Like, What's going on? Okay. <laughs> Nope, keep going, I guess. Oh, she's at the tower where this party's at. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. then her parents will be there. Yes, be exactly. Pissed. This floor is elevators going from 22 to 45. Again, don't go in the alley, but still. That's what they do. His okay, dad owns the building. Yeah. And they're driving that shitty station wagon? Wow. No, that's not their car. That's uh, Chris's mom's car. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is the only floor that's under construction. You probably should have kept going. Um, no, it's funny. When I was a kid to the uh, to that kidnapping thing, I actually did get grabbed when I was 10 or 11 in, in Portland. And that lasted for a couple of seconds because I did the whole act retarded and they'll let you go thing. Wow. But, it, like, at first I didn't realize anything had happened. I thought it was um, my uncle had come up behind me mm. and grabbed me, and I, like, looked up and it was a stranger. Mm. And I just... And <laughs> I got dropped. Um, you That probably saved your life. Yeah, it was, I, and it was terrible because I was, like, at the mall with just my grandmother. And, I mean, that would have killed her. She went into the bathroom and I disappeared. So there, shit happens. Yeah. So there's like I'm disoriented, so I got to reorient. So the girl uh, picked a floor. Yeah, that she left chocolate, chocolate fingerprints on, the... on it, and oh, they knew which okay. ones to go. If she were a little more crafty, she could have touched all of the buttons. Yep. and pushed them all down so they had to go floor to floor to floor to floor. That's a totally douche thing to do in any other situations, but it could have slowed them down a lot. Nobody's gonna go down the stairs. I'm up here! Also, she could have taken the stairs to go back oh, down. Oh, no. Her coat. Her, yeah, her uh, cape. Oh, God. Seriously? This is very cartoony thing to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, this movie is practically a cartoon to begin with. Uh, hey, this is... Is this akin to the uh, picture on the front here of the DVD where they're all going down this... That doesn't happen in the movie. Oh. Yeah. So I'm looking, at the, now, bitch. I'm looking at the DVD case and it shows the whole crew going down a rope on the side of a building. Yeah. Looking fabulous. Mm. Which floor? 
Do the chocolate floor. She's got some balls, man. This is great. Lady balls. Christopher Reeve just flies She's... over. It's like, what are you doing out here this evening, young lady? <laughs> I'm working Thor's shift tonight. <laughs> oh, you asshole. This poor girl. Yeah. Kick out one of the other windows. Use your hammer. Oh, oh yeah, bash one of the windows. With your hammer. Terrifying. Yeah, the foot model is getting into their work tonight. The beam, the, <laughs> crossing the beam and landing on the window. Yeah. I'm still waiting for her to use that hammer. Yeah, bash the window. Oh, they're at the party. Do they see the little kid? Run! Dude, ask them for help. This looks like a set from Next Generation. I was going to say. <laughs> I know, that's, why, that's why the... Uh, <laughs> it's like the McDonald's hallway. Dude, I'm not grabbing that. That's what oh. she said. Wah! <laughs> See, they don't even know that she has the porn magazine. So why are they spending so much time going after her? Good point. Yeah. But it is rolled up in her back pocket. Yeah. Maybe they saw it. Although they could have been like, hey, I see this, let's, you know. So she's mingling in the party, I don't know why. Hopefully nobody's going to be like, hey, you stole my jacket. Oh, she's looking for Sarah. Yeah. I wonder what the, I wonder what the deal was with her having to have the gloves on the whole time. Okay, they've got the parent alert. Yep. They're getting ready to go, so they need to wrap Oh, is that up. her mom's coat? Sure, why I think not? So, yeah. yeah, that would have been ironic. Now, really, he should have uh... given the ticket to the valet, and the valet would have gotten the coat. But it's not—it's not the kind of party that has valets, and it's not an eighties. 80s... It's an extraordinarily like private, just the owners socializing. But a little too fancy to just not put them on the bed. There is a trope in uh, Dharma and Greg. Uh, their friends are doing it in the closet, uh, but their dad walks in. The dad walks in and he's like, "I just need the coats from the coat check girl," and they don't want to stop part way, so they just hold their shit off. Oh, jeez! And he doesn't even say anything. He's just like, "Thanks." This is not that kind of party. No. Oh, okay. We've got have... some Home Alone action yeah. here. Uh, well, on. this was directed by the guy that directed Home Alone. No, though. It's not Home go. Alone unless you make the villains do the girly scream. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the little girl's right Dude, even if it's not your kid, you could say something because there's a toddler outside. Yeah. Or are you do? just doing the God, I'm drunk kind of thing? Right? Oh, wait. No. Oh, wait. He is the villain. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that but she's was, wearing that bright was the red. Boss. Yep. How's nobody noticing the kid in red? They're too busy talking to each other. Well, kids are invisible till they turn 18. Yeah. That's, that's, that's 80s math. Also, that thing by George Carlin. Yep. It's, or like in time travel, where you can do whatever you want, but never talk to yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, how, did he, how did he phrase it? It's, the government 
does not care about you. Uh, it was, uh, the government wants live babies so they can raise them to be dead soldiers. Huh. Yeah. Until you're 18, they don't want to assist you at all, but once you make, reach military age, you're a-okay. Yeah. That means no free school lunch, no uh, prenatal uh. care, no daycare, no nothing. Well, this right here is more of a Adam and Eve, we gotta make sure that the parents don't see us and we're gonna fix this ourselves. Come on, Sarah. Climb that window. Now, and ooh, the villain boy. is still trying to get the kid. Give it up. Are they going to save the villain? Probably not. The cops will probably show up and nab the, the oh, villain in the closing no way to cops we'll see you. Cops have no way to get to him. Oh, true. Are they going to whip out the giant that's exercise why I said the, mat? That's why I said the thing about this. their, their party is at the Tower Jump Inferno. Down, we'll it's like, catch you. If there was We're a fire... In the room yeah. where that where that party was, the sprinkler system didn't work. They'd be screwed. Yeah. No way to fight a fire above seven stories. Yeah. Oh, here's our our mystery guy. Yep. What's his name? Joe Grip. Joe Grip. If he's good, he'll let them go. Yeah. There's directions on it. <laughs> See, you know that's that's the smart way yep. to go. Boom! 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 Speaking as does what... he does he know it's the right one? Yeah. Yeah, it's got the stuff on it. Hey, that looks like you. Don't say. Wow. Shut up. Don't perv on my sister. Oh. Not either, it's not either of their sisters. The only one that's a. Uh... The only two that are related are um, Brad and Sarah. Oh, yeah. Well, she seems like... This guy's Brad. pretty cool. Yeah. I like him. He's in control. He did the dumbest uh, thing he could do. Give me a raise, Turning bitch. around completely and wedging himself in. Leave him hanging out there for a while. Let him sweat it out. <laughs> hey, let's call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't do that. Even if you don't like somebody, you don't. You, in the criminal culture, you, you do no. not involve no. outside. That's true. No. They'll probably figure it out eventually. Do leave them alone. They're not going to tell anybody. They don't want to get busted. Wow. Well. Yeah. He's, he's now he's screwed anyway. Yeah. yeah. He he just wrote himself out. Babysitting is dangerous. Ah, hey, you said the thing. Maybe he could leave town or something. He's a new babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> so they're now playing the song that they were playing when they drove into town. As and they, she's as they still exit town. screwed. I, I feel sorry for the actress who was stuck at the train station because... She had no contact with the rest of the cast. Yeah. They could have shot her completely independent. Yeah. From... How did they know where to pick her up? Because she's at the bus station. Oh, wait. Sorry. I got distracted by So it took them like six hours. This how, about the span of how long all this took. There we go. Mm. I mean, how many times can they take a shot of that building? I think that's a manufactured image. Yeah, it does look very much like that. What'd she lose? Was this before or after the Twin Towers? 
Oh, well before. No, oh, yeah. I mean before they were constructed. No, they've been built. This is 1987, so they've been there for 11 years. Oh, wait, this is Chicago. What the Sorry. hell is wrong with that guy? <laughs> Looking at an unconscious chick's boobs. Uh, oh, if you think that's bad, there's a scene in uh, Everybody a- died. Evangelion. There's, his friend is lying sick in a hospital bed. Yeah. She has a bunch of electrodes attached to her, and he's like, wake up, wake up! Oh, now the sheet the... flies off, her tits are out, and he is so fucked up in the head. Oh, no. Now it's the beat and the, then he it's the, beat the parents' home scene? And they made it? Yeah! Everything back to normal. Use a shirt and lose the pants. There you go. I know that's kind of trashy, but nobody gives a shit. Oh, this go poor home. woman, she uh-huh. just get kicked out. Yeah. Well, it's not Pop the house. popcorn. They're not oh. observant enough to know jack shit. Oh, totally. Just clean All up that the crap mess. is still on the floor that the daughter spilled. Yeah, just use a sponge or something. The house is wrapping up. It's, we would actually just call this a montage. Yeah. Again, even for a quote-unquote messy kitchen. It's not bad. You know, there needs to be, like, spaghetti sauce and grease splatters and, I don't know, something, a broken glass nope, or something. No, the expectation is that the babysitter's going to pick up. Yeah. It's like, we don't make messes on weekends. What's Esmeralda going to think? Uh, <laughs> It's like that line from the Oblongs. Uh, Consuela! Yeah. You're not no. cleaning my house bueno enough. There <laughs> is Spato on El Floro. She's like, Mrs. Clymer, my name is Betty. I'm from Ohio. Uh, <laughs> okay, racist so the, cunt. The, the, the parents are back. Yep. And they're like, oh God, Daryl came over. How horrible. For five minutes. And very sweet, watching TV with the little sister. Mm. There's gotta be a nod moment. Yeah. We made it back. Everything's uh-huh. okay. Yeah. Next Friday, yes. we can go to Milwaukee. No, I'm going to college, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> then you have the theme song of Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is she old enough to take care of herself? Oh, yeah. Like the little kid? Yeah, totally. Okay. Mm, they didn't let us stay at home by ourselves until... No, I was in fourth grade, and I had to look after my brother who was two years younger than me. Because both of my parents were working. They just give him a key. Don't burn anything. Don't break anything. And you're good to go. So far. Aww. There's some nice music there. Yeah, bring it on home to me. You look like gift wrap. I'm not going to say what happens. Did she get paid? Yes. No, I'm looking forward to what Alex's reaction to how this wrap stuff is. We'll see. And who's this now? Oh, it's the... The uh, guy from the party. Uh, How does he know that... (laughs) 
wait a minute. The college guy. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 How wait. How the fuck does he know where she lives? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Please read lost. Please return to. It was yeah. on the skate. Yeah. I'm sorry. My parents wrote my name on stuff, but that that was only for school and shit. Yeah. And it was just a first and last name. Well, I wrote my name in my underwear, and I never lost those. Uh, underwear, school supplies, <laughs> a swimsuit, permanent marker, but no address. And even then, underwear, even if you put your address on it, you know, you would not probably want it back. Yeah. So. What? Ew. What? Ew. He's gonna pay her to watch him? Wait. No, I don't like where this is going. Uh, I don't know. Is it? I think it's just, what do you call it? They, they do it overseas in Japan. We, it's <coughs> hostessing if you're just keeping them company. Yeah. And we end with... And they the, have oh, there's the nod. <laughs> this? No! This is a terrible them. ending. I hate it! I hate it! A lot of times... I you, want my two hours back. Yeah, you don't get the girl and you don't get the guy. It's just the way it works. Oh, man. Does it... Well, they do kiss. Yeah. No, okay. I mean the other guy giving up on her. So, she nice guys. Anyway. Nice guys finish last. Mm. There we go. He was also kind of a perv, so, yeah, not entirely nice. Well, this but was... He's also too young for anything. This was Adventures in Babysitting. This first time I've ever seen it. Mm. I, you know... Ron Canada, that was the name of the that guy. I, I give this three nods. I don't know. It's three it's, nods out of what? Ten out of ten. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! Uh, eight uh, nods out of ten. Eight nods out of ten. This is a classic. What's a nod? The the acknowledgement nod. Yeah. Uh, I'd say three. I like. Okay. I like it's the sketches. It's too cheesy. It's full of tropes, but not in a good way. Well, I'd say it's Disney Channel quality original series at best, but it's not funny like the John. Funny and dirty <laughs> like the John Hughes films were. Band leader at frat party, man with gun, also huge guy. Also racially insensitive <laughs> yeah. and slut shaming and that weird gender thing. With, yeah. uh, so It being okay for guys but not being okay for So girls, we wish you a very happy December. We will see you in 2018 with more new episodes of Next Generation's First Generation. Yes, thank you very much for joining us, and please, as always, write in. We appreciate the commentary and feedback, and have a wonderful time. So you're the guest. So Sasha, what's so, a Star Trek? Hi, I'm the guest. So Sasha, what is Star Trek? <laughs> We're only in the first season right now. So there's a lot that's coming down the line. Let us know what episode you might like to appear on, and we'll see if we can schedule you on the show. You can find this podcast at Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Libsyn.com. Music credits include Night Owl by Broke for Free, As Colorful as Ever by 
broke for free. Music heard in this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org. If you'd like to email the show, you can email us at nextgenfirstgenpod at gmail.com. Audio engineering was done by Sasha Shoudis. Our graphic designer is Matt Kirshner, who you see a lot of our content on our Facebook and webpage. And a big thank you to Patrick Dalmore for networking and coordinating with other podcast hosts to make sure the good work gets out. Do you have a podcast that you think people should be listening to? Send us your promos and we'll play them on the show. I've been Patrick Delmore. And this is Sasha Shouties. And if you liked this episode, the next episode is already waiting for you on Facebook at Next Generation's First Generation. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Good night. Coming November 21st, 2018, Next Generation's First Generation returns to look back 30 years ago to the day with the second season of Star Trek The Next Generation. Patrick and Sasha share their perspectives as children in the 80s in contrast to our older cynical selves. Tropes, social commentary, and shade throwing is all fair game. Join Next Generation's First Generation for this watch-along podcast and figure out what the heck is going on as we continue on this seven-year mission. Episodes will be released on the 30th anniversary of the original airing. Find it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Libsyn, and also explore Season 1 and our Shore Leave movie commentaries while you're at it. Again, that's Next Generation's First Generation at iTunes, Libsyn, Spotify, and Google Play. Next Generation's First Generation.